Well, good morning and welcome to today's daily devotion, your daily PPE. Today is July the 8th. It's Friday, so welcome to Friday. Welcome to the weekend. And um, uh, we have a devotion here this morning from Job chapter 2. It's what we're going to look at. We're going to look at verses 11 through 13 here. The title of today's devotion is True Friend. Job chapter 2, verses 11 through 13. Let's read and see what God's Word has to say to us today. When three of Job's friends heard of the tragedy he had suffered, they got together and traveled from their homes to comfort and to console him. If you remember where we're at here, I know I... I haven't been in Job in a couple of days, actually about a week it's been since we've been in the book of Job. And um, if you know anything about Job, you know he's gone through some trials, some major, um, major trials and devastation really in his life. He's lost almost everything except for his life and his wife. And so now in verse 11... When you come to um, Job chapter 11 here, you realize that the story is getting ready to take a turn. If you know, like I said, if you know anything about the book of Job, you know that it's getting ready to take a turn. Um, The 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 problems have come to him. Um, Satan has attacked him twice. The Bible tells us. And uh, now, now it's getting ready to get into the the thick of the story, so to speak. And his friends find out um, what is going on in his life, and they come to console him. Actually, they get together, they travel, and they come to comfort and console him. The Bible tells us here in the end of verse number eleven that their names were Eliphaz the Temanite, Bildad the Shuhite. And Zophar, the Namanite. Verse number 12, when they saw Job from a distance, they scarcely recognized him. Wailing loudly, they tore their robes and threw, their, and threw dust in the air over their heads to show their grief. Then they sat on the ground with him for seven days and nights. No one said a word to Job. For they saw that his suffering was too great for words. Interesting wording here in this passage of scripture. I want to point out a few things. Uh, First of all, there are three men who show up to comfort Job. They're referred to as friends. Uh, We're going to continue to call them that, but to me, as the story will go, they seem anything but friends. They come to supposedly bring comfort, but what they really bring is judgment. Um, as I look at this passage of scripture, I have to I have to ask: three friends show up. Come on, Do, we all know the significance of the number three. So I have to ask: was there really only three that showed up, or was the writer? Um, in the midst of showing this comfort, this perfection, this coming around, this beginning of the story with the number three. You know how significant that is in biblical language. Anyway, uh, 
the wording here uh, for wisdom's sake and for the sake of biblical language and what's going on here is interesting things is three friends show up. They did three things at first for Job. They got together, they traveled to see him, and they come to comfort and console him. Um, the Bible says they sat for, you guessed it, seven days, which seems to be key wording there. Um, either way, whatever, whether it's just metaphorically speaking or whether these are really the three friends that showed up, hopefully he had more friends than just three. Uh, we do see three things that they did, and they I already mentioned them, but they, they traveled to see Job, they sympathized with him, and they came to lift him up. And this has the making of a true friend, and that's what I really want to hone in on today. And so I want to, I want to encourage you on how to be a true friend. Um, but in these three verses, another three there, pun intended, um, let me give you three um, encouraging things that Job's friends did for him. Number one, his friends showed up for another hurting friend. These guys came from long ways away. The, there's two of them that we don't really know too much about, but Eliphaz the Timonite, um, as the biblical history goes, and as we, we look into the biblical history here about Eliphaz, um, he came from some hundred miles away. This is a long way to travel on a camel or walking, if it if that was the case. Um, the point is, is when the friends found out about Job's problems, they came and they showed up. Um, I don't. It's so very important when we, for our friends, when we find out, you know, when any one of our friends have problems and. Uh, we learn or hear about their problems that they have or the hardships or turmoil that they might be going through. It's so very important that we show up for them, that we come and uh, talk to them or see them in their time of hurting, just to be there. Number two, the Bible tells us that they sympathize with Job. Um, it says when they seen him from afar, they didn't really even recognize him. But they begin to do what grieving people do. They wailed out loud. Um, they mourned. They tore their clothes, their robes. They threw dust in the air. Um, what they did is they come along to sympathize with him, to mourn alongside of him. Um, I'm sure if these were friends of Job, they had to have known his children. No doubt they were close to his children and his grandkids just as just like Job was, they, they the kids probably grew up with these friends, the, with Eliphaz and and uh, Zophar and Bildad. They they these kids probably grew up with them. They probably knew them, and so there would have been a sense of sorrow for them as well. Just the just the fact of of Job losing something so great should have been very painful and sorrow sorrowful for them as well. And so. Not only did they show up and come to Job, they sympathized with him. Number three, this is something that my my wife always wants me to do for her. And um, I don't know if it's a man thing or I don't know when I, I see a problem, I want to fix it. But sometimes she just wants me to empathize with her. These men came to empathize with Job. Um, they came from their homes. 
just to be with him, to support him in any way that they could. Um, sometimes just your presence for a friend can be very empathetic and can be very helpful in times of such sorrow as this. The Bible tells us that these friends came alongside of Job and they sat down with him and just was with him for seven days and seven nights because his suffering was too great for words. Um, really good, really good wisdom right here. Good, good friends, good counselors knows that sometimes the best thing that we can do is just simply listen to people. Sometimes the best thing you can do for your friend is just listen to them. Don't don't try to make heads or tails out of what they're going through. Don't don't try to fix their problems or for sure don't try to fix them. Sometimes just listen. Sometimes just listen to them. I do believe that this 7 has meaning. Obviously it means completeness. Uh it's Obviously, the time of mourning that people spent in the Old Testament. Um, and I, at first, I believe Job's friends wanted to bring comfort to him. But just like any other human being in times of trouble like this, I'm sure in his situation, they wanted to fix it. They wanted to fix this for him. And that's what we're going to see in the rest of Job chapter 2 as we work our way through this passage of Scripture and through this book. But the problem was they, they didn't know what God was doing. And that's the same deal with us in our lives. We don't always know what God is doing in someone else's life, in our friend's life. And sometimes in these type of situations, the best thing that we can do is just be a true friend. Go be with them. Sympathize with them in their situations. Uh, empathize with them. Just be present and listen. Sometimes the best thing to do is just let them talk, not fix them, or not even try to fix them, but just listen to what they have to say. I know this um, as well as anyone else listening knows this. Life is full of pain and life is full of loss, lots of loss. And we would be better people of Jesus and better followers of Jesus if we would just listen, learn to listen more than we talk. That right there is a prescription for healing for just about anyone. Be a true friend. I want to encourage you about that today. Heavenly Father, thank you for your words today. God help us. God bless us. God help us to be true friends and help us to be more and more like Jesus all the time. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. God bless you. Thank you for joining me today. Uh, I will talk to you again on tomorrow, Saturday. Have a great day. Remember, I'm praying for you.